Hello friends. The other day I had a wonderful talk with Corina Bond from Om Listening. We talked a bit about pranayama and breathwork and how to apply this for meditation and daily life. I hope you can enjoy our conversation as well. Hello, 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 and thank you so very much for tuning into this episode of Om Listening. To people who are not yet familiar with pranayama meditation, can you explain what that is? So basically, pranayama are, are breathing uh, techniques to start to, let's say, t- take more control of your, not just your physical body, but also your nervous system, your mind, your emotional system. Um, it, it's a bit like like getting control of the flows of, of energy within your system. Now, some people might think like, okay, you flows of energy, woo-woo. I don't really believe in energy. But if we look at it on a scientific level, every thought that you have are neurons firing together. They fire together through electric energy, right? It's energy. Every uh, feeling, every emotion. The, I can move my hands now because I, I use energy. So mm-hmm. this whole body is not just a body of flesh and bones. It's a body of energy as well. Now, many people can control their body, maybe. They can move their, their hands and they can choose where they, uh, what they want to pick up or what they want to make. However, a lot of people are really not in control of their mind. And their mind is just constantly racing all over the place. And they have no way of, of controlling their mind. And also the same with the emotional system. There's like a roller coaster. Sometimes they feel happy and our oh, life is good. And then all of a sudden a the dark thought comes in and, and they start to feel really down. So becoming able to start to control these flows of energy as well, one has to become um, able to bring that awareness first of all within and then through different types of breathing techniques one can influence and, and create different states of, of, of emotion states of mind and start to control more the mind and master the mind mm. and eventually also becoming able to clean out blockages that people might have in their emotional system or, or their mind and believe me i think almost everyone has certain blockages uh, certain things that that stops them from just feeling uh, at ease and feeling inner peace feeling calm so becoming able through different breathing techniques to take control of those flows of energy and just one more uh, thing about that on a more practical scientific level through breathing you can influence how fast your heart rate is going right if you start to Mm -hmm. breathe really strong and fast your heart rate will go up your blood pressure will go up certain uh, and in your endocrine system certain hormones are being produced Mm -hmm. um, adrenaline or uh, cortisol those kind of things but you can also influence your um, hormone system or, or and your nervous system in a way that you can smoothen everything out you can calm everything down in such a way that you bring your whole body, your whole mind, your whole emotional system in such a balanced state that you can start to go into a deep meditation to, again, be able to realize, what am I? To feel like, ah, it's okay. I feel life. I feel breathing. I feel I'm 
life basically to really experience that mm-hmm. i love it so i'm thinking how beneficial it would be to exercise this um prior to meditation because a lot of the time meditation can be quite challenging because of our racing thoughts and because of the emotions present within us that make it really challenging to sit still with ourselves can you walk us through a little bit of the pranayama like what type of breathing technique is it so there are many different types of pranayama techniques eh? and, and some are there to um really um activate very much uh, and 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 clean out old blockages from your system mm-hmm. and they will make the mind a little bit more let's say restless and there are other techniques which are very much about slowing down the breath and calming down the breath which will really help people to go into that state of meditation so it is good for example to practice a couple of breathing techniques which are about lengthening your breath so you start for example with a breathing uh, just slowly in and out through the nose of about uh, four seconds in and hold for about four seconds and then four seconds out and then starting to slow down the breath then after like three breaths you make it six seconds in six seconds hold six seconds out and then maybe even longer and then you start to make the breathing not so deep anymore just very calm like you start to soften everything soften everything and like that the body becomes a bit more loose the mind more calm the emotional system more relaxed and like that you prepare yourself to go into a state of of relaxation meditation otherwise as you mentioned yourself you just close your eyes and your mind is still racing all over the place and you think like oh it's really difficult to concentrate okay i'm going to force myself to concentrate what you get then is that one part of your mind tries to force another part of your mind to behave in a certain way mm-hmm. this brings duality and uh, only uh, frustration and, and and friction so sometimes people then come out of 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 their meditation feeling very um almost exhausted or a bit frustrated or and, and it doesn't help and it's good to understand that, that in the prana in the yogic system where this all comes from meditation is a bit like like the end goal first you have to prepare your body and you do asanas right these postures you make stretches and open up so that you can sit still without feeling i have an ache here or an ache there now that the body is still and also you have developed a bit of willpower of controlling your your yourself and then the, the step is to um bring the attention within and to start to work with the breathing the pranayama as i mentioned that's that's just the next step and then the next step would be okay you have balanced out your inner energies now bringing concentration to so start to focus on one thing for example just focusing on how the breath flows in and out so that you get one pointed attention that the mind is able to focus on just one point and when that becomes easy to do then you can also let go of any um effort to focus your um attention and then it becomes effortless attention which is called uh, dhyana uh, that you're able to let go but the mind is concentrated 
And then eventually that, that last stage of, of deep meditation, samadhi, uh, that you can sit and be, basically, uh, be, uh, full consciousness. Mm. I wonder how long it would take to, is there like a time typically, like a where you it takes you to get into this state or does it just depend on the day your mood all those factor in well it, it depends a little bit how much you have to clean up <laughs> mm. internally before you can sit <laughs> in peace with yourself right true um, and and if, if somebody the whole day through has been in their job very stressed out and um they have not been nice to uh, family members and just had a lot of conflict or um, they are still carrying within them a lot of tension of something that happened in the past and they still create a lot of sadness or anxiety or frustration, then their whole internal system is just filled with crap, basically. So to think then, okay, I'm going to sit, close my eyes, and now I'm going to meditate and, and relax. Um, it's going to be really, really hard. There has to be a lot of work to be done first, right? So mm -hmm. you cannot really say, okay, you just do uh, five minutes of this, five minutes of that, and then you can meditate. Now, it's it's a process of, of uh, weeks mm -hmm. <laughs> um, of, of doing every day, a little bit of internal work to clean out your your heart, your mind, your internal system. And also, importantly, if people are serious about meditation, to see that how you live during the day will determine very much um, how, how your meditation will be also in the next morning or, or that evening. So live purely right don't mm. don't cheat <laughs> all this very simple stuff very basic stuff but otherwise you keep polluting stuff into your own system uh, make sure that you or be careful that you don't keep on mouling over some things about your past that give you uh, anger or sadness or or frustration or um, um hate um it's like poison that kind of stuff and it makes it impossible to meditate in a peaceful way when there is a lot of poison in in, in our system mm -hmm. so we, we learn very much about uh, taking care of your physical hygiene which is is great yeah you you brush your teeth and we teach children to do that from a young age and then wash your hands and behind your ears and whole procedure of taking care of your physical body. But this, hopefully, and this is what I try to add something as well to the world, that people start to understand, okay, it's just as important to every day take care of your internal uh, world as well. Mm, I couldn't agree more, Pierre. So I'm just curious what your process was like for, because it seems to me like you believe in the importance of integrating your past, processing your past, making peace with your past so that you feel okay within yourself. Um, what ways did you go about doing this? Did you do it through yoga and meditation? Lots of, lots of yoga, lots of meditation. Um, 
also also going in, into nature for for some days and 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 uh, mm. uh, yeah and, and sometimes uh, not eating for some some days as well uh, while being in nature and and those are profound cleaning processes and for all that kind of stuff you need a bit of self discipline I, I i guess as well because no one else is going to fix it for you because you have to learn to become able to come face to face with your own with your own yeah excuse my 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 french but the, uh, excuse my language but uh, with your own shit you have to become able to face to face with uh, with it and not have someone else fix it for you or just find a quick fix and especially when being alone for example in nature and uh, yeah not having that distraction of oh well if you're alone then you just eat a lot and then you are distracted for a couple of minutes and you feel fulfilled and but just to really go a bit deeper get really discomfortable get really bored go through mm-hmm. all these layers of discomfort that come up and come face to face with it and see like okay bring it on i i can i can handle it and then you start to become master let's say of all these things because you feel like okay the the discomfort comes up whether that's discomfort in a form of uh, restlessness agitation uh, sadness uh, anger whatever emotion is stuck there um you are not controlled in it by way that you think oh this is too much i'm just gonna um distract myself by doing a certain thing that that i'm addicted to or um i'm gonna just uh, pretend that it's not there and, and call my friends and just go on a party or whatever it is but recognize okay it's coming up now and i feel it i'm gonna completely just feel it and ah it it hurts or ah it's it's not a nice feeling it's really really annoying <laughs> but you 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 are must you're like okay bring it on i can i can sit with it because otherwise what what is the case that we go through life and as soon as that discomfort comes up we have so many ways to um distract ourselves from that the feeling of discomfort or to um <coughs> in a way um you just just try to ignore it or put a put a layer over it like it's not there and mm-hmm. and what happens that people start to get so disconnected with themselves so disconnected from their own feelings mm. and it just becomes worse and worse it's like a thing that is rotten rotting within them they mm. don't like the smell so they keep putting a blanket over it but the smell becomes actually stronger and stronger and they keep pretending it's not there and it's influencing their whole daily life because it will determine how they how they interact with other people if they are very relaxed and 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 calm or if they constantly on edge it will determine if they get uh, also things like anxiety attacks or stressed out or if they get addictions or something or 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 um, um yeah you 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 can fill in the blanks right so yeah yeah you're absolutely right you know we have become a society where we decided to avoid discomfort because well like you said it doesn't feel good right like these sensations don't feel pleasant that is 
it just, it is what it is, but there is no escaping what is right. Like we cannot escape these sensations. They're present for a reason. Um, so I would like to talk about emotions and breath work and how we can use breath work to release these emotions that are influencing how we're perceiving the present moment. So I think first of all, it, it, there has to be this willingness, right? Of, of people are, um, are you willing to come face to face with stuff that is, that is within ourselves? And um, doesn't mean that everybody has something terrible and it's, it's all coming up uh, uh, as soon as there's do certain breathing techniques and uh, it's all lightning and firework, but just that, that willingness, like, okay, I, I am willing to come face to face with my, with my uh, true self. And um, having the, the patience also and the ability to be bored a little bit because a lot of times people try meditation and the meditation they they are constantly trying so they they sit and they think okay now i'm gonna try a bit of concentrating on the breath okay it helps to relax and now i'm gonna try to uh, let go to relax and now i'm gonna uh, try to count my breath or whatever it is but as soon as they do nothing, they feel, ah, this feels really boring. It's not working. It's uh, it, it, maybe I'm not doing the right techniques. But it's actually exactly that what they have to go through. So if their feeling of boredom comes up or feeling, ah, it's not working or it's, I don't feel comfortable. Today is not a good day to do it. To feel like, okay, what am I actually feeling then? If I sit and I do nothing, do I feel maybe somewhere in, in, in the body that, that when I have feel a sense of boredom, do I feel a bit of tension maybe somewhere around the heart or around the neck or in the body? How does it feel to just sit, to do nothing and just let the moment be as it is? Mm. And for a lot of people, that feels not very comfortable, but learning to go really deep into that and when they feel like ah, when i sit and i do do nothing i don't do any technique i don't, don't um, try anything and i just feel uh, boredom or tension in my body or itchy here or itchy there restlessness how does it actually feel how does it actually feel and learning to in a way with with this curiosity what would happen if i would just sit i'm not going to Think about how much longer I'm going to sit. I'm not going to check out the time. I'm just going to sit. And for as long as it's going to take, I'm just going to sit and do nothing. And people will feel that sometimes the tension becomes stronger, that restlessness. And they feel like, oh, so much tension. Maybe if they focus on a certain tension around the, the heart or the throat or the belly, and they feel that maybe intensifies, it intensifies, but it depends uh, from person to person. And then recognizing like, okay, behind this layer of physical tension or mental agitation, there's actually a certain deeper layer of, of, of certain emotion. And like that going deeper and deeper and deeper, just sitting in a chair or wherever people 
want or, or not not laying down because then you probably fall asleep but, <laughs> or sit where, wherever you want on a bench or cross-legged or or on your knees or uh, however you want it but just for like half an hour or an hour sit and do nothing and see what comes up really doing nothing and um yeah for a lot of people then stuff will will, will 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 come to the to the surface like i mentioned it's not lighting and firework and thinking like ah after 20 minutes ah, i still uh, don't feel anything i just check my phone now or i uh, no just just wait just wait and then uh things will come up mm. on the other hand there is also faster ways of doing it and that is through really strong deep breathing techniques uh, in which you hyperventilate for like a, a couple of rounds um, of, of 21 breaths or 30 breaths and that can that can also really help mm. but i'm more let's say um fan of the slow way because then you bring the awareness within instead of just bringing stuff out but you still are not able to come face to face with the first layers which is boredom and just restlessness mm. do you, you follow a bit what i'm saying corina absolutely you know i when i um I'm meditating and breathing often when i find the agitation arise and i just tell myself to stay a little longer, stay a little longer, even though it feels physically so uncomfortable. It feels like my muscles are spazzing and it feels like all my nerves are freaking out. Like it's so physically painful. And within a few moments of sitting in that discomfort, I'll start to cry, which is so interesting. It's almost as if my body was trying to protect me from crying or something. I don't know. It was, it's very fascinating. Yeah. Um, I'm curious though, because this is a personal question, because I've always wanted to try the more faster breathing, but it always makes me feel like I'm going to faint. <laughs> and I don't know if that's a normal thing that's supposed to happen, or if that's an indication that my body is saying, no, this is not for you. What do you think? It is in a way a normal thing because you bring a lot of carbon dioxide out, which causes um, alkalization of, of the blood and that brings uh, vasoconstriction so the veins in your in your whole body also in your brain start to contract which brings a lot of pressure on the brain and um, also um, what is um, happening that because of the blood becoming so alkaline because um, bringing so much carbon dioxide out of the body the oxygen is not able to be released so easily from the hemoglobin the transporter cells uh, for oxygen so you deprive yourself for a moment from oxygen and that's basically why you become so uh, dizzy mm-hmm. and um, and people can even faint if, if they do it for a longer period of time it is not really recommended to do it with with so much strength um, yeah all, all I can uh, say that is is take it a little bit easier, do maybe a breathing technique, which is a little bit more calmer, and then do it for a longer period of time. That can that can uh, be, uh, be really good. And it is good to um, see that the there is there is all these 
these different breeding techniques. And nowadays there's a lot of focus on just a strong breeding technique. Mm -hmm. And it's a little bit like happened also in, in, in yoga over the past decades that it seems like um, the way of living that we have in our society of faster, better, stronger, that that is that mentality is also taken into uh, the yoga, the, the strong yoga, the Bikram yoga, the hot yoga, the Ashtanga yoga, all very strong and powerful, which is only very activating. And if people only focus on that, it's not possible to meditate when everything is activated. Your mind is just going to keep racing all over the place. Right. There has to be also the very slow grounding things, being long period of time in poses, um, doing stuff really, really in a, in a slow, soft, gentle manner. Same with the breathing techniques. I know a lot of people, both breath workers and uh, yoga teachers, that practice every day a lot, a lot, a lot of yoga and a lot of breath work, but only the strong stuff. And they are still not able to sit still for half an hour, just doing nothing and um, feel, feel that inner peace or that state of meditation. They always need to do something. And this is the danger a bit from, of, of the strong stuff. It helps the strong things to bring strength, vitality, to activate, to unblock. However, it is super important also to, after that, to harmonize, to ground, to calm down. <laughs> Otherwise, the mind is still full of, full of uh, very, let's say, high-frequency energy uh, instead of being grounded and, 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 and calm. So, therefore, I, I think the real power is not so much in difficult, strong, hyperventilative breathing techniques, but it is in slow, gentle, calm breathing techniques until people can breathe for, for like in a, in a special breathing session once a minute, right? About 20 seconds in, you hold for 10, then 30 seconds out. And this, this is the, the more experienced, uh, slow, um, advanced stuff. So I'm curious what your opinion is. I kind of already gathered it, but I would still like to hear you say your opinion of, of slow living, the importance of it. Yes, yeah, super important. Absolutely. And it's in our society, uh, it's going against the stream, <laughs> mm -hmm. living in that way. But uh, yeah, if, if we, we pay good attention, we see that the stream is, is going into um, not a very beneficial uh, uh, life for many people burnout stressed out lots of diseases uh, mental uh, disorders uh, anxiety uh, all that kind of stuff um, but there is also a beauty in sometimes doing things with a bit of enthusiasm of course and uh, uh, going full power for something if you say have a nice project in which you want to help the community and you want to set up free classes on a Saturday evening and you need to really give your full power for it. That's mm -hmm. also beautiful. But for what intention? That, that is, that is the, the, the importance, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're so right. You know, it's not so much what you do is the reasoning as to why you do it. Right? The intention behind it is everything. 
Mm, that's so interesting. It's yeah, fun. because sometimes we can do things that feel like we're doing it for, I suppose, the greater good of all, but often often it can be fueled by fear and ego. And it's interesting because these can be like yoga and breath work and jazz like that. And you think you're doing it for the quote unquote right reasons. What does that even mean? But hopefully you understand what I'm saying. Um, and in truth, there is actually an underlying current that is misleading the intention. Interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is hopefully, and this is changing quite a lot and fast already, I think, over the past decade and hopefully a lot more. But to, to really teach the ch- children and, and, and like, okay, what, what is a good intention for, for living, for getting up uh, to, to, for your work in the morning, to have your career? And, and that it used to be, I think, very focused on, well, you're just getting rich. It doesn't matter how, even if you kill all the, the nature, cut a lot <laughs> of trees, uh, uh, destroy um, um, people by cheating them. Uh, but to recognize, okay, no, there, there is really more to, to that. Uh, we, you have to also add value to this planet, to nature, to other people's lives, because that gives true satisfaction. Otherwise, you have an <laughs> account full of money, maybe, but this empty soul, and that is really not, uh, not going to make you happy. Mm, I agree with you. So, Michael, how does one create a better life for themselves? That's a beautiful question. I, I think it starts with, with the routines in daily life that you create a routine for yourself in which you spend some time on what is the foundation of your life. uh, And that is your body, your mind, your emotional system. Um, If, if, if your, your, your mind is not okay, it doesn't matter what you have or what uh, the people you have around you or how many possessions you have, you're, you're, it's going to be, um, well, completely depending on your state of mind or state of emotion. So prioritize every day sometime to make sure that that foundation is in a good state. And, and therefore, for example, I, I created that uh, a course, which is a seven-day course to build different habit patterns in which people just learn, okay, in just 20 minutes in the morning, you, you do some movements, you do some breathing, some intention setting. And with that foundation already, you will start to make such different choices in your life. You will, if you feel good, if you feel already a bit empowered, you will start to choose a very different breakfast than when you feel a bit sluggish. You feel, oh, I don't feel like the day. Uh, this is this is terrible. Uh, okay, I'll just grab the cheese <laughs> and white bread, and that's it. Instead of feeling like, okay, I want to feed this temple with some good food because I feel like this day I'm going to do some good stuff. So the, the ha- getting the, into the habit of taking care of mind, body, and uh, heart is really the foundation, I think. And when you feel good yourself, feel good about yourself, naturally other choices will come as well. Mm-hmm. You won't, yeah, you, you, you will, you will, choose things in your life not because you seek approval from others but because you start to choose things because that's what you want to do and you want 
it's not that you're going to be nice because you want to be a nicer person. No, you feel good. So mm. you're going to be nice. You're going to be less agitated or, or, or um, uh, angry with other uh, people because you're more at peace with yourself. And eventually when cultivating that more and more, that, that sense of really self-acceptance, it's natural then that you start to become a more loving kind patient person love is not something that you do because you feel okay i need to be a more loving person i'm gonna i'm gonna really um try to love more but love happens naturally if if the doors of the heart are are, are open mm -hmm. if if you you feel in peace with yourself it's in our nature mm -hmm. to feel love and, and connection with other people and other beings so um yeah taking starting with 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 that foundation of, of really every day cleaning out the mind the heart the, the the body and then the rest will follow mm, beautiful beautifully worded um i would like to know do you have a routine do you have a daily practice does it change day to day Absolutely, absolutely. I um I, I I try to wake up early in the morning doing a bit of movement, which is about five or ten minutes. Sometimes I do a bit longer movements, some qigong also, but um mostly just just a short bit of movement, just to open up the body to wake up the body. Mm -hmm. Then I do some what is called chitchakti prakriya. I breathe like that. Also, nothing too long, like two rounds. And then I take some time to just slow down the breath, slow down the breath, slow down the breath. And I take a moment to just meditate. And then I finish off with generating a feeling of gratitude. Like, thank you, God. Thank you, life, for uh, being able to, to live or not even a reason, but just generating emotion of thankfulness. And um, to, in a way, to, 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 to feel it, to, to breathe it. And to really let my whole body become it in a way, mm. my whole body become gratefulness, and then also breathing it into my day, into my future, sometimes into the life of others if people need it mm -hmm. as well. And then I, uh, I start my day. <laughs> mm. That's beautiful. Um, I have one last question for you. I just want to thank you first and foremost because this has been such a delightful conversation you've expanded my mind immensely and i'm just very grateful in this moment thank you michael i am very grateful for your time also korea doing great keep spreading beautiful messages into the world thank you so with all of the pain and dis-ease going on in the world i suppose it's always going on in the world right to varying degrees but what is the remedy for what is happening in the world right now? Well, one can say that if, if you look in a personal life, somebody, if somebody keeps making the wrong decisions, if somebody keeps doing things that are self-destructive, uh, uh, smoking uh, a lot of, of, of tobacco or, or drinking a lot of alcohol or not taking care of their own body and everybody keeps telling them you should not smoke or you should do this or you should do that it's not really going to to help so 
the thing is, why is that person uh, making all these wrong choices? And that is, again, to come back uh, to what we, we talked about earlier, there is a lot of tension maybe in their system, or maybe they want to distract themselves from themselves, or they just feel a lot of uh, discomfort uh, when being with themselves. And not feeling that empowerment of of, of life, of, of, of living healthy. So they're going to keep making the decisions that reflect their inner state of being. Mm. Now this goes for an individual, but if you count up all these billions of individual states of consciousness uh, and, and, and combine them, that's the choices that we're going to make as a global uh, society in mm -hmm. a way, right? So if we want to make changes in the way that we behave as a humanity, we have to start working and each individual on our own field, on our own, on our own, own life. So if I am able to create a, a life in which I feel uh, the, the, the light burning, if you can do that, if other people can do it, all of a sudden you are going to make very different the choices and you're gonna in a way infect other people as well to start to to make different choices to live more healthy to make more um loving kind wholesome choices right mm -hmm. but if i am still having a lot of tension in my own system a lot of dark <laughs> dark energy so to say and i just keep blaming and i think oh the stupid society or all oh, the stupid government or my neighbor he's such a donkey because he always throws out the trash and you become angry you just add more negative energy let's say into the field if, if, if that's a way of saying that so as an individual the only thing you can do is to really start shining your own light within. And then if many, many individuals do that together, then you can brighten up the world. But keeping a dark state yourself and just becoming frustrated, angry, and blaming uh, everybody about the, 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 why the world is the way, uh, the way uh, it is, then you're just gonna, gonna add darkness in, into the world. So, Every day, again, taking care of that inner world, starting to ignite more and more that light, clean out the, the lens or clean out the lamp uh, which shines within so that that light starts to shine brighter and brighter. And you start to inspire people around you. You start to want to help others as well. It, it all starts to flow naturally then. And I hope that this becomes more and more a normality and that this is gonna go into an exponential, uh, exponentially um, growth trend that mm. more and more people start to see like, okay, this is really needed in my own personal life, but also for the world. Yes, let's do this. And um, I think it is becoming more and more a normality. People start to it, it feel it's it's normal to take time to meditate every day or to do certain uh, techniques to clean out mind and heart so yeah. yeah it's very exciting i think we're at a very exciting time in history where people are understanding that 
they are important and they do matter and taking care of themselves does matter because they're creating ripple everywhere they go and who they talk to. I do believe people are becoming more conscious of that. It's very, very exciting. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a very, very exciting time we're living in. And uh, yeah, it, it's really good to stay on the, the bright side of uh, mm, things because both, both sides in a way are growing um the, the 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 light and in a way also the the dark if you if you can say it like that but that that sense that there needs to be still control and um, um let's say suppression of 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 inner freedom uh on a more uh, deeper f- um, layer of this reality there is a bit of of, of that happening as well but yeah it's it's a beautiful growth of light and consciousness that is happening in the world and uh, uh hopefully that light can start to chase out the darkness out of the world mm. michael where can anyone listening keep in contact with you and connect with you further well if people are interested in in doing for example that habit uh, course um, that is on the yoga lab website which is yoga lab with l l a p from the life awareness project um and all of the courses also about pranayama about meditation they are uh, all offered for a pay what you what you want price mm. um because it's 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 my mission to uh, inspire hopefully as many people to learn all these techniques And um, yeah, I I would really like to invite everybody to come have a look on the Yoga Lab website and uh, pick a course and and invest some of your day time to to learn some techniques that will really empower your life. And otherwise, there's also stuff on on Instagram, of course, uh, Michael Biker, B-I-J-K-E-R. And um, yeah, on youtube every week i do free sessions mm-hmm. with people and uh, people are very uh welcome to join that as well it's also on on michael or michael biker um on the youtube channel beautiful i will leave all of it listed in the show notes michael thank you again for your time it is so appreciated thank you corina thank you for having me peace and bless. Mm-hmm.